0: You're listening to the Brand Boost Podcast, an exclusive look at who's doing business right. He's your favorite brand correspondent with more tweets than the Bible's got Psalms. Here's your host, Vincenzo Landino.
1: All right, joining me today on this special episode that I actually didn't even want to have released today, but because <laughs> it's New Year's Eve, I have a very special person on the podcast. and. If you see her on Twitter or anywhere, it's Frankie Greek, and for the longest, well, for all the time that I've been following her, which is probably about (laughs) a week and a half now, I thought it was Frankie the Geek, and I kept saying, oh, Frankie Geek, Frankie Geek, and, okay, so you have to explain to, well, first of all, thank you for jumping on. Yeah, great Um, to be here. So tell me, why is it Frankie Greek, because you told me you're not Greek.
0: I'm not Greek. No, I, it's my last name. A lot of people think that it's like a, like a Greek pride thing. And actually like, I can't get that name on Instagram cause someone has it. And it's just this guy who's like really amped about being Greek. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm not Greek at all. And we've been trying to figure it out. Like I've asked my parents about it and the best answer that they found out is that when, you know, my great, 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 whatever, emigrated to the United States they just kind of like got in the wrong line or something like because um my my ancestors came here from Germany so no one's really sure how it happened but that's my last name
1: so they might have gotten in the line that said like Greeks or something and they thought it might said yeah. German like or maybe it said G-E-R instead of G-R-E
0: maybe right or maybe they just like didn't speak English and they were like whatever like I'm just trying to get into your country so,
1: so we're going to we push our way in and our last name's Greek and now you're Frankie <laughs> Greek. All right. So let's talk about Snapchat because you are let's a Snapchat goddess. Like kind of like Ooh, a Greek I like goddess. Ooh, there we go. I just Ooh, figured out a new name good for good branding. Greek goddess. Um, so you're the Snapchat like queen, goddess, princess, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't want to start sitting singing Let It Go or anything. but um, <laughs> So talk to me a little bit about what you do on Snapchat what you've done for some brands, businesses, whoever. Sure. And then we'll talk about a little special project that you have going on later tonight.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I got started on Snapchat um, when I was in college. And I remember the first time I ever saw someone using it, I was like, this is dumb. Like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Um, everyone's had
1: that. I think yeah. Everyone everyone's had that Snapchat's moment. Dumb, unless you were 11
0: especially before they had the story feature when you're just sending pictures back and forth. And at first I was like, this is stupid. I'm never going to use it. The first Snapchat I ever saw, a friend of mine got a Snapchat from her roommate and it was like her eating soup at Panera. And the caption said, at Panera. And I was like, what is this doing? What is this contributing to your life? But... um, yeah. Then I, I went to school for broadcast journalism. I worked at a radio station um, and I just started using Snapchat, especially after they introduced stories and they introduced video and you could do video clips. That completely changed the game. Um, I would use it to like tease stuff that we were going to talk about on the radio. Uh, I hosted a, a morning talk show. So like when we were working on the show or you we were at events and stuff, I'd be like, this is what we're doing. Um, I also bartended at the time. And uh, it was, it was kind of like a, upscale place that none of my friends wanted to come to because it was expensive. So I would make Snapchat stories about like our specials or me and the girl I was bartending with to try and convince people to come visit me. And it was just kind of like a fun thing. Um, Yeah. And then after I moved to New York, I started working with the Shorty Awards, which is an award show that honors the best in social media. Yeah. Um, And they asked me to take over their Snapchat account for the award show last year just to do like event coverage. Um, And it was so much fun and it went really, really well. So I, I work with them more now. Um, And after that was when I was like, wow, like this is like a real thing that people do and that like I can, you know, this is a a way for me to reach people and, you know, from working in radio and working in like traditional broadcasting, it was an interesting little leap. So since then, um, I've been doing stuff on my own Snapchat for about six months more aggressively and kind of, you know, building a following there. Um, My personal Snapchat is kind of, a lot of people tell me it's like a a vlog, like a daily vlog because it's literally like whatever I'm doing wherever I am um and I've been traveling a lot and that's been really cool and I you know I use it to talk about like other projects that I have going on and then I use it just to talk about like what's going on in my life and like introduce who I'm around if I get to see cool stuff like if I'm in New York and I'm around all these crazy people or if I'm at home <laughs> and I'm like hey Snapchat meet my mom <laughs> um so that's cool I also do I have a weekly show on the Shorty Award Snapchat uh so they have I run all of their social media, so we have different programming every day of the week. My show's on Wednesdays. Uh, it's called wWw and basically I just do a roundup of, like, quick hits. This is the best thing that happened on the internet this week. Like, this is the, my favorite Vine. This is my favorite person on Snapchat right now. That's and cool. Yeah, it's been really cool. We've been doing it for a little over six months, and... We've gotten some, like, really cool guests on there, some some Snapchatters and some Viners and things like that. And I've gotten, you know, to see a lot of really cool stuff. And it's nice to just ha- – people have, like, a place to connect over, like, people who just w- really want to geek out over the internet.
1: Wait a minute. So I'm just having an epiphany, and everyone that's listening is going to hear this. So I was sure. at the Shorty Awards office last year before the Shorty Awards. Mm-hmm. Were you there? No. Okay. Just double <laughs> checking because that would have been kind of cool. i have been like, I think I totally met you. And <laughs> all right. Just making sure.
0: No, I didn't I didn't work there then. I Yeah, I actually volunteered to run their Snapchat. I wasn't working for them then. And then afterwards, they liked it so much, they were like, do you want to come work for us? And I was like, yes, please.
1: <laughs> Sign me up. Yes. A little, like if I can put the little hand emoji, like the yes. little girl with her hand up emoji, like that's what I'm doing right now for those that want to see it. But um, that's awesome. So Snapchat really kind of changed the game for you.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I've been working in social. I do uh, community management for a couple of different companies, but lately I've gotten a lot of people who have just found me from my personal Snapchat, reaching out to me on Twitter and stuff about different opportunities. Um, and it's cool because I like Snapchat's going to be, Snapchat's already huge, but it's going to be even bigger in 2016. And a lot of brands are jumping on there. And I think that, you know, like Instagram was really cool until all the brands came and Twitter was really cool until all the brands came. And I think everyone's kind of bracing themselves for like, Oh, so I think it's, Awesome to be able to be a part of creating good content and good storytelling and not, you know, relying on old tactics. So I'm excited about it. Before
1: I ask you for your, like, getting started tips, and I'll ask Mm -hmm. you, like, I don't know, give me a few tips on getting started. Before we say that, what specific use cases for the audience could you, that you have experienced or that you've seen? Would you, not, don't even give me specific ones. Give me the specific ones that you like that you think are the best in terms. It can be anybody. It can be a, some small hole-in-the-wall joint using Snapchat really well. It can be some person that you think is using Snapchat really well. I just want to hear from you who uh, – or I want the audience to hear from you who they should go and follow and check out who's doing it right besides yourself, of course.
0: Absolutely. Well, if you want to follow me on Snapchat, my username is wtfrankie. Which, had I ever known that I was going to be using Snapchat in my professional life, I don't know if that's the username I would have picked. I think it's perfect. But it's a nice—it's a nice conversation starter. It's a good what I Frankie? It. Exactly. It's yeah. funny. Um, but yeah, my quick hits. My number one is yes, Jules. Um, she is really kind of like the queen of Snapchat and she has an insane audience there. She started out as a club promoter and now she's just kind of like a social media queen. She has her own advertising branding and events agency and she literally Snapchats everything. She Snapchats Mm -hmm. her parties, she Snapchats her meetings um, and it's really cool how, you can see, especially if you follow her on Twitter as well, you can see the relationship of like her being like, I need a photographer in this city, and four hours later she has one. Um, and she really uses it to kind of bring people together. So I think that's awesome. Uh, so as far as personalities, she would be my number one. Um, as far as brands who are doing well on Snapchat, BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed used to be on my, I don't know if I'm allowed to curse on here, but on my SHIT you, list. You
1: can, yes, shit list. You can absolutely okay. swear. uh People saying fuck is, in fact, so every Wednesday, I don't want to cut you off, but every Wednesday my business partner and I do a uh, marketing, like a think tank for our Mm -hmm. our digital marketing agency. We do a think tank here on the podcast and he opened up the podcast and I, I happened to hit record and he was like, why the fuck do people still use billboards? And that's how the episode started. And I'm like, this is great. But yeah, go ahead. You can curse away.
0: Awesome. So BuzzFeed used to be on my shit list because their Snapchat used to literally only be like probably some like sad little intern sitting in a computer taking photos of a computer screen, which is not good content. But lately they, they got smart and realized that like, you know, Buzzfeed has like a crop of influencers working for them. And, you know, like Matt Belisai and Ashley Perez and all of these people who now have these huge followings and like people want to see what they're doing. So they've gotten a lot better about showing behind the scenes and showing like how all these viral videos get made. And I think that that's really awesome. Other brands that are doing really well, uh, Burberry doesn't post consistently, but they had one of the most beautiful Snapchat stories I've ever seen and they actually did um, that they used their Snapchat account to build up buzz for they were doing um, their spring fashion show purely on Snapchat, which there. was insane. Um, so yeah, those are those are a few, but if you follow shorty words on Snapchat every week I kind of talk about who's, you know, creating awesome stuff or doing big things. So Perfect. if you want right. to hear we'll,
1: more, we'll link and you no, know, for those of you listening in the car on your commute to work or wherever you are, at the gym, I will link everything that she has said into the show notes. So you'll be able to check it out um, you know, later on when you get time to do so. All right. For sure. Now, I need – and and before we tell everyone what you're doing, later mm-hmm. on, you have to give us your top tips for getting started with Snapchat. We know why we should get started with Snapchat. And for those, mm-hmm. of, for those listening that haven't heard the – almost two weeks of episodes I dedicated to Snapchat like two months ago or a month ago, um, go back and listen to those. So we're not going to go into why you should be on Snapchat because you should go back and listen to those episodes. But I want your tips on getting started and just like your best ways. You know, Not necessarily best practices because I think everyone – It's and what I love about Snapchat is that there aren't necessarily best practices. And I'm making mm-hmm. air quotes, best practices. I think it's like you figure out what works for you based on who is watching you. Yeah. who's responding. And I mean, if nobody's responding to your snaps, then you're probably not doing it right. And then you change and you do something else. Exactly. But, all right. Give me your top tips. I need Frankie's top tips on getting started with Snapchat.
0: For sure. Yeah. Interestingly enough, I actually wrote a Medium article about this a couple weeks ago. Actually, I guess it was a couple months ago. Yeah. I can shoot you the link and then it's also on um, it's on my Twitter. It's the link in my Twitter bio. So I'm Frankie Greek on Twitter if you want to check that out. But my number one tip is that you just got to tell stories. Like whatever that means to you, you got to tell stories. Like, Like Snapchat's great. Snapchat's free advertising, but you can't just like, you got to forget that you work in marketing for like five minutes and just figure out how, tell your brand story, like figure like what that is. And all stories have a beginning, a middle and an end. Like I've seen a lot of brands on Snapchat and a lot of people on Snapchat who they have like all these posts throughout the day that are super disconnected and like they're, they're not telling one cohesive story. So that's my number one tip. Number two is uh, figure out a way to leverage your audiences. So like download your Snapchat code, tweet it out, put it on Facebook, put it on Instagram, but make sure that you're sending all of those people to something. So don't be like, oh my God, one million Facebook or one million Twitter followers follow me on Snapchat and then have nothing on your story. Like you kind of have to have like, you know, like a landing page or something something like that. Something for them to see. Something for them to watch, yeah. And then I think my number one tip, number three, if we're going in order is just like, don't overthink it. Like it's, you know, you can take Snapchat anywhere you go with you. Like you can take your phone anywhere you go. So it's really simple and you just kind of have to treat it. Like I treat my Snapchat, like I'm talking to my friends because my friends watch it. And now my friend, my friend group just has gotten bigger and it's, (laughs) it's, it's really cool. But I just, I've never, I've been around people and I've been around creators who are like really particular and they'll shoot stuff and do it over and shoot stuff and do it over and they'll act things out and they'll stage things. And I just don't think that's what it's for and I don't think that's what people want to see. Right. Um, so yeah, just don't overthink it.
1: No, I love that tip because, you know, really, I think in so many aspects of marketing, so many aspects of social media, um, everything's overthought. Everything is mm-hmm. so hyper-produced and it's like, can we just get back to the basics? Can we focus on quality content? Can we focus on just doing it right for sure. Um, and not, well, not even doing it right, but just doing it, not necessarily doing it perfect every time. Um, I'd rather have a lot of good content than one piece of great content, in my opinion. Um, but I don't know, I could be wrong. All right. So, you have a really cool opportunity. Yes. And for everyone listening, it's New Year's Eve.
0: Happy so, New Year's Eve.
1: Yes, happy New Year's Eve. So, you're probably getting out of work early. And you're probably going to go watch something on TV later on if you're not going out. Or even if you are at a party, you're probably going to watch the same thing. I'll let you explain what I'm talking about, Miss Frankie. Sure.
0: So I will be running the Snapchat, the official Snapchat for the Times Square Ball in Times Square tonight, New Year's Eve. Uh, Super exciting. This all happened very, very recently. But the Times Square Ball is all over social. They're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Vine. um, And all of those are accounts that are run by the ball itself and it's kind of fun because like the Times Square ball and the Empire State Building will like get into a fight on Twitter. It's very, very New York. So you're um, the ball now? I'm the ball now, yeah. So they they reached out to me and they said, listen, we want to be on Snapchat. They do an awesome webcast every year uh, in Times Square. So the company that's doing the webcast, I'm working with them to s- figure out how can we use Snapchat to, you know, grab an audience uh, that isn't other, uh, other places on social media and get them to watch this webcast, but also Use Snapchat just to create good content there, and ha- like connect people from all over the world to what's happening in Times Square tonight. So, so where
1: can we watch you on our second screen? Where do we wa- Where do we get to see your face on New Year's Eve?
0: Times Square Ball. That's the handle Times for Square the Ball. official. Yeah, for the official account. And if you follow them on Twitter, they made their Snapchat co- their Snapchat code their Twitter avatar, so you can give that a quick scan. Uh, it's all over my social. Um, And it's been really fun. We launched the account a week ago. We've been having influencers. About a week ago.
1: ago, Sorry, uh, I had had to do it. I know (laughs) I did it before when you told me to, but I had to. It's okay. It's okay.
0: Um, We've been having influencers do like mini takeovers all week, just sharing like what their New Year's resolutions are and where they're going to watch the ball drop from. And then, uh, yeah, for the rest of today, it's just going to be me behind the scenes. I get full access to everything. They're giving me all the credentials. So I get to, yeah, I get to run around and meet a bunch of people. I'll be there all day snapping up a storm.
1: All right. I know you have, uh, you're have. you up against time crunch here, but mm-hmm. I, I do want to ask this. Tell me, if you can, what does success look like for Times Square Ball by using Snapchat? What are they What are they expecting to gain from uh, being on Snapchat for this day?
0: Um, the biggest thing is to just bring more people into the experience and bring more people who are watching it. And It's really cool. We're actually working with Del Mondo to uh, work on uh, analytics. I love Nick Cicero. Yeah, he's a homie. Um so we're looking to see like how we're growing and what's going on there. Um- And the number one thing is just to make it a good experience for the people watching there. And, like, maybe there's, you know, that 11-year-old who's, like, in his room doing nothing by himself. He might not necessarily get on and watch the webcast, but he'll sit there on his phone and he'll watch him. Like, maybe he'll feel connected and part of something bigger. And then at the same time, someone who's not, like, super into Snapchat might see that we're doing it and be like, okay, I'm going to go watch the webcast. So just making it more accessible for everyone. This is the first year they're doing it, so they're giving me a lot of freedom to do whatever I want, which I appreciate. That's my favorite thing when clients are just like, do your thing. Thing. Um, so yeah, success is just going to be making it a good story and making it good entertainment.
1: Well, I'm sure you're going to do a hell of a job, and I will be looking forward to seeing you. While, Thank you. Yeah, watching you on my screen while I'm parting it up myself. <laughs> and I will have we'll have to get together next time or when I get back from uh, sunny Florida. Not that I want to get back, um, but you need to stay yeah, warm anyway. up there. I will. And uh, we will talk soon. Thank you so much for being on. Oh. Okay, well, you've already given your, yeah, you already gave your handle, WT Yes, Frankie.
0: WT Frankie.
1: And then I will link all of the other uh, handles and all, even Frankie's article and everything else that we mentioned. I'll link it up in the show notes. You guys can check it out there. Frankie, again, thanks you for your time. Have a yes, great Yes, thank time you.
0: Tonight. Take care. Yeah, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. This has been a VincenzoLandino.com production. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the Brand Boost podcast, please give us a rating, write a review, or subscribe. Head on over to brandboostcast.com forward slash subscribe.